everybody. Welcome to Tights and Fights, the podcast that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm Hal Loveland. I'm not even going to try to make one up. I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford. And also... And Julian Burrell. It's guys, great. It's great to be out here, guys. Yeah, like, glad is, you for coming in. That's and fantastic. I mean, it's, in. it's just been a shame that Mike has had to leave us for forever. I um, keep thinking like I, he's not coming back. Yeah, yeah is he? no, he's never coming what's... back. Yeah, I haven't even heard from. Whoa, whoa, what was this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'm tapping. I'm tapping. Wait, no, n- not not the chair. <laughs> whoa! Oh! My name is Mike Eagle, and I'm here to reclaim my chair. Tights and Fights Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Hal, and there's Danielle, and this guy, Mike Eagle, is there as well. Tights and Fights Podcast. Tights and Fights. Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I know I did that song before, before you tell me. I'm pretty sure I did. I'm Scotty 2 Hallie. Wow. Wait, I messed that up. Uh, You know what? I'm not going to, I'm going to keep going. I'm joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, Beats by Bay, Danielle Radford. Oh, wow. And at long last. Fighting and rapping his way into your hearts worldwide, King Chillmonger. <laughs> Welcome back. And then I, I trip and fall like a shockmaster. <laughs> Just immediately. Exactly. You missed the part where I was in the back, like extra reinforcing the wall. <laughs> I'm stumbles down, collect helmet sound. <laughs> Oh, that's like this, <laughs> such a simple. That could have been avoided. No, someone did that. Like that. Yeah, the, they yeah, reinforced did it that on purpose. Because right. They didn't want it to work. They reinforced the bottom. Or? Yeah. <laughs> if you ever watch them talk about it, they don't say who did it, but they're like they're pretty sure because when they practice it, that didn't happen. So someone reinforced the bottom so well, that when he came through, like it's probably the same would... person who picked the stormtrooper helmet. And, yeah. and bedazzled it. I think, look, Dusty is great, and he has great ideas. But I think in that one, we can we can pretty plainly say that that's not not at the top of dreams, dreams, right? No, that's not good. Like that, that yeah. it just it wasn't it wasn't good. It looked like a bunch of dollar store stuff. But you know, it <laughs> took, put on this rug and the stormtrooper helmet. It took a lot of time to put all those fake diamonds on that helmet, though. Oh, it yeah. was completely covered. It was completely covered. That was somebody dedicated to a really bad idea. And the good thing is they they ultimately found a use for that helmet on Captain Phasma. They just <laughs> polished it out and made it smooth. Nice. And then it became Phasma's helmet. It became Phasma's helmet. There you go. As you all know, Mike hasn't been around for a while, so we figure it's only fair that we go through some of the biggest stories in wrestling from the last few months before getting into a little of what happened this week. So we want the, the Mike Eagle hot take. Okay, I'll make them hot as I can. All right. Heat them up. <laughs> heat them up. <laughs> Let's start with SmackDown, okay. which is at the center oh. of what could be the biggest wrestling story of the year. Mike, how did you feel when you found out Daniel Bryan had been cleared to wrestle again? I loved it a lot because then suddenly everything made sense. The last like four to six months of SmackDown suddenly looked like they had a plan all along, which is something I'm always deathly afraid of to think. I'm afraid to think they have a plan. Mike loves a plan. Yeah, and and because when when they inject planning into my wrestling, it usually works better. 
So um, <laughs> I was really happy. Uh, I thought the uh, the comeback speech was well done. I thought the challenge, the beat down was incredible, uh, and him getting his getting his shit in, getting his offense in looked amazing. Yeah, I'm just really really happy about that. And I'm I'm gonna be at WrestleMania, and I was already excited about it, but that made me like hella more excited about it. You know what I mean? That I get to like hear his music and see him come out and do stuff. You gonna cry? I might. <laughs> might have already cried. Who knows? I, oh. I definitely did. It's Underneath so the Shockmaster helmet. <laughs> lots of uh, dry tear ducts. It just turned into a fishbowl. Yes. Just filled with the liquid of sadness. Just crying diamonds. So the match we expected to see Brian return with at Mania was in question earlier this week when Shane McMahon came down with diverticulitis. Mm-hmm. But Damn, on Tuesday, man. Daniel confirmed what we all expected. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens face Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. If Shane and I lose, they will be reinstated to SmackDown Live. I can't lose. (laughs) This sucks so hard if they lost. You think that because it would mean they're moving to Raw where they would disappear or... Well, I mean, it was just, I mean, it would suck if Shane and Brian lost. But the, you don't think Shane eats the pin? I just think, you know, you bring Brian back, man. You got to put him over, right? First match back, you got to put him maybe over. Maybe they assume that they don't need to put him over. Oh, boy. He's, I know. It's, that's a dangerous game, and it's a game that they play too often, and it's, it's like, true. and then suddenly you're Sasha fucking Banks. Yeah, you're right. Where it's just like people assume they don't need to actually do the work because you're over. It's like, no, you have to continue filling that well. It's like you can't fill up the gas tank once and be like, I have gas forever now. <laughs> but does one loss kill him, or does it set him up to feud with either Zane or Owens further? If he doesn't eat the pin, we all know, we all know Shane's eating the pin, right? Right. Yeah. You would assume if somebody is going to, or Brian turns on Shane right. and goes ah, heel. scary. Right? Why would they do that? <laughs> Why turn Austin? God, but that was, oh my God. That wasn't like Austin coming back from an injury where they thought he was going to be retired forever. This is true. That's oh my God. This is, is right. He's the biggest baby face in the company right now. He is. Now, mm. keep him on SmackDown. Keep him away from Roman. You know, yeah. like do that, but don't fucking turn him. I'm not saying they should. I'm saying they could. That's a possible outcome. Yeah. If there were ever a time where they just needed to like do something straightforward, it's fucking right now. No chicanery, no weird card tricks here. Just give us the thing that we want. Please, since now the doctors have said we can have it, just give it to us this one time, please. Just this once. WrestleMania is usually where we get to open our Christmas gifts. We better get ice cream. Yeah. There will be ice cream. Okay. I hope. I'm going to New Orleans for ice cream Christmas. Okay. That's what I'm going for. Ice cream Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> WrestleMania ice cream Christmas. That's the official name of it. Fuck Showcase of the Immortals. No. They should call it ice cream Christmas. They should. And it should be that. Oh, you just get ice cream when you come in? Yes. And in every match is ice cream Christmas. Uh, the only problem is that like um, there would be so much leftover ice cream because the number that they give us for attendance is going to be <laughs> the right numbers. They're going to be like, why is there just still all of this ice cream if we're completely sold out? 500,453 people are here. <laughs> this is WrestleMania brought to you by Baskin Robbins in the month of December. <laughs> all right. WWE is also delivering a match we all hoped we were going to get, which is Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles for the WWE Championship. 
Are you glad to see that we're all getting what we hope? Is this is this more ice cream Christmas? It is more ice cream Christmas. Um, you know, I just hope that they get the 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 uh, fifteen seventeen minutes at least that they deserve to put on the awesome match because there's no way like it's just really difficult for them to build the compelling storyline around a match unless they'd be willing to like actually mention new japan and stuff that they won't do um right so they've just i I love this thing of just saying the word japan right just like (laughs) they you know like yeah. As though they won belts to rule the, an entire country. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know, they they did this in Japan and they did that in Japan. It's like, fucking where? Like, did they? Was there a popular vote? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, just say the name of the thing. We know the thing, but now they're a competitor in the U.S., so you're afraid to say the thing. But just yeah. say the fucking thing. Well, and here, here's where Wrestle Kingdom holds the advantage over WrestleMania, which is it's a like a like it's a very long event, but it's a lot of matches that are very long. So. If they were wrestling in Wrestle Kingdom again, they'd probably get sixty minutes to three days yeah. to have their match. <laughs> like a They're actually match. still yeah. wrestling from that match a few years back. Yeah, this is just the end of that match. It's a hot finish. <laughs> it's just going to be a series of false finishes for fifteen minutes, and somebody hits their finisher for the twentieth time and and wins. But I would like that in this scenario, and knowing that they can both put on a good match with very little time. What is the minimum amount of time? Is it fifteen minutes? Is that 20. like the magic number? Yeah. Twenty. I think seventeen. Is what I would bet on them actually getting because they're not gonna they're not gonna close the show. They're probably gonna be somewhere in the middle to early. Stupid. Yeah, I mean, they, but they have so many options of what match could close the show this year. Right. You know, like there's a lot of really big matches on this. There card. are, but it's just like, who the fuck wants to follow BJ and fucking Shinsuke? This is the thing. You got Shinsuke and AJ, which is which is designed to be a show stealing match, and same with the IC title match. I think those two are designed to be like show stealing matches, and I think those mm-hmm. are going to be kind of far apart from each other. Probably like one's going to end Act One, and the other one's going to end Act Two. Right. You know, it's probably how they're going to pace it. So, looking at the women's division, Mike, what did you think of Oscar deciding to challenge Charlotte for the SmackDown Women's Title? I think the match is cool. I don't know. If, I don't know how I feel about Oscar on SmackDown. I felt like she's just established herself on Raw and we haven't seen pay-per-view caliber or pay-per-view storyline invested matches with a lot of those people that she's been wrestling on Raw. So I would have liked to have seen that through a little bit more. But that said, I, I do think that's a it's a, it's a it's a more compelling match, I think, than Asuka Alexa. All right. And uh, also, this, here's another thing that happened while you were away. What did you think of WWE's decision to memorialize the fabulous Moolah in the WrestleMania Battle Royal and the subsequent backlash and then retconning the whole thing going, no, it's the women's Battle Royal? What, what, were you tracking that? What, what yeah, was you know, action? I was like walking around in a rainstorm in, in, in Leeds, England, and like, like I was listening to a podcast where I found out that the name had gotten changed because people had gotten mad. Like all this had <laughs> taken place over like four or five days or something. It sounded like yeah. WWE outrage is a very particular kind of beast where sometimes it can move mountains and sometimes it don't do shit. And so it's really hard for for me to be able to tell or predict which time it's going to mean something. And I was like, oh, okay, it meant something this time. You know, and and because it's based on Moolah's history of like being really abusive towards people, I know WWE has to be very careful with that because uh, the owner of the company is, is, you know. Right, and also once the Moolah stuff comes out, then the next obvious question is, well, if she is providing these women, who was she providing them to? Yeah. So, like, that, it begs the question. 
you know, and, and it's that's the thing. You pull on the thread and the sweater starts to fall apart. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they had to get in front of the fire. But it's interesting. Like, I'm wondering if this means now that focused outrage towards them is going to make any big changes anytime soon. Because I think that they're in a position where if people really focused on Vince and lawsuits and yep. all these other things, I mean, it could be really damaging to the company. Especially I mean, it's a lot of Vince trouble to be is, had. Uh, trying to go off and do like his own company. Right. And... Yeah. But you know, we did get that sweet new trophy. <laughs> sweet. Did, have you seen the new trophy? It looks like a big golden uterus. It's a fucking uterus. Yeah. yeah. It's a uterus trophy. Tight. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's better than the aggro crag for the, for the, the women's thing, yeah. but it's like, come on. Yeah. Who will be the first person to have their name immortalized on the birth canal of this trophy yeah. <laughs> as the inaugural winner of the Women's Battle Royal? The the U.S. title? Yeah. Hmm. Not mm. interested? You want to no. move on? Yeah, you know, let's talk it. about let's it. Let's go. All right, fine. Skip. <laughs> Skip. Uh, one last thing. Let's talk about the New Day and the Usos being involved in a triple team match against the Bludgeon <laughs> Brothers for the SmackDown Tag Titles at Mania. Uh, how do you like the way the blo- the Bludgeon Brothers have been built into this? Do you like those three teams facing each other? I have completely missed this. You've completely, completely missed this? Completely uh. missed this. Like, I've seen, like, 40 <laughs> seconds of SmackDown <laughs> other than Daniel Bryan's comeback speech over the last, like, five weeks. I know nothing of what's going on <laughs> with the tag team division whatsoever. I did see a Usos promo where they didn't do that dumb jail house thing so I was happy about oh you don't that. like the you didn't like the Yusuf had attention oh too much it was God. too much of that Did I you mean like no, no no I, li- I like the phrase I don't like I, that graphic they were doing that graphic oh, yeah, I don't like okay. the graphic. oh yeah, yeah. that was making me hurt alright okay but they weren't doing that no more so I was happy <laughs> All right, well, there because it is. the lockdown is funny, but you don't need to do the lockdown and then, like, the yeah. Snapchat filter over yeah. it. Yeah, because to me, that's worse than the deletion. Like, that, to me, yeah. is, is farther afield <laughs> than Matt Hardy having a wrestling match at his house was that suddenly there's a mobile phone graphic yeah. on my television. <laughs> it's one of those old lugs ads. Yeah. Just appearing. <laughs> that guy's coming in on the fucking rope. He's swinging in. Oh, my God. Hardcore! Anyway, if you've got any thoughts on SmackDown's Week in Wrestling, let us know about them at facebook.com slash group slash tights fights or at tights fights on Twitter and Instagram. Don't forget the gram. When we come back, we'll keep catching Mike up on wrestling from Monday Night Raw. That's up next on Tights and Fights. My name is Samantha, and I love reading glasses. My name is Adam, and I love Tights and Fights. I was just smitten with the idea of just a really cool podcast of ladies who like to read. I have a place in my heart for wrestling. I watched it about 17 years ago, got out of it because I don't have the time to watch it. So just listening to the recap makes me feel like I'm a part of it. I spend most of my life listening to Maximum Fun podcasts, and it just felt natural for me to start giving some money to these properties that are, you know, making me happy every single day. Honestly, Maximum Fun, they get me through my work week. These are listeners just like you, and they support reading classes and Titan fights with a Max Fun membership. The 2018 Max Fun Drive is April 2nd through 13th, and if you want to support your favorite shows too, it's the best time to sign up or upgrade your membership. Just tune in starting April 2nd, and we'll give you all of the details. We're back. Special thanks to Adam for leaving a very nice message and talking about us. And thank you for being a member. 
friendship is so real. You can get a lot of information about how to become a member. It's going to be all throughout the drive. So pay attention and be like Adam. Adam, be hero. <laughs> like at like Adam is in this instance. I don't know you, Adam, but I this of just based on this, you seem all right to me. That's pretty sweet. Aww. Anyway, welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lovelet. I'm joined at the booth by Daniel Radford and Mike Eagle. WWE's flagship Monday Night Raw has been full of tons of convoluted things that will all culminate at WrestleMania. Mike, perhaps the biggest thing is the confirmed match between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. How do you feel about this rematch? I'm okay with it. I I liked when Brock wasn't around and Roman was talking shit about him. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I like that version of shit talking Roman as a babyface that actually feels like he has genuine human emotions <laughs> that um <laughs> that I can get behind. Uh, I don't like Brock beating the shit out of him every week because I don't know how that makes him look good going into their mania match. Right. I get what they're trying to do, which is make him look resilient because he comes back the next week. But when you come back a week later, <laughs> you're just, like, you hit me with that chair, but it's been seven days, and now here I am. Also, how many times are we going to watch Roman get his ass thoroughly stomped by some big dude? Is that just a new thing now? And also, like, look, if you ain't throwing an ambulance, like, that's that's what I need for my Roman Yeah, that level, now. that yeah. level, like, yeah. They, they've brought up the level, and Brock is like, oh, I'm just going to punch you with fists, and I'm like... This start an ambulance. Right now, you gotta hit him with a garbage truck, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> you gotta hit dudes with car. Like you can't. I feel like if Brock were to grab Roman and throw him into the sun, that maybe that would be a step up. <laughs> but that's, that's maybe the only to, thing. Or just into the Titantron. If he grabbed yeah. Roman and threw him from the from ground level into the Titantron, then I would be like, okay. But I mean, like so, the top of it. Yeah, like the top of it. Okay. So so maybe maybe that's the problem. Is that like maybe the emotion that they want us to have is they want us to feel like Roman is dead. And then when he comes back, it's like, oh, my God, he came back. But he's just, he just gets beat up. But he always gets beat up. I, a literal gar- Okay. Like, I'm just. <laughs> right. We just did this. Like, Brock was- needs to shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> then he like limps back the next week and we're like oh my god he's here he's like Rasputin he can't yeah, be killed yeah that'd be great we poisoned him, on him fire. we shot him mm-hmm. we, we submerged him, him in the water with yeah. weights on him yeah and just nothing none of it worked he's J- he's Jason Voorhees that's what he really yeah like it's gotta it's just again like that's you've, you've raised my expectation for what I need from a Roman beatdown it's like of course he can come back that dude only hit him Right. <laughs> uh, we also know that Ronda Rousey will have her in-ring debut alongside Kurt Angle against Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. I Mike. got problems, man. I got problems here. Got you lots have the of floor. Issues. Look, I know Ronda's a valuable pop culture person, but... Um, I enjoy the facial making right now. Woof, they are letting her slide by on not practicing wrestling enough. <laughs> and... um. Going into the biggest show of the year <laughs> in a really want, huge match, they got to make her practice wrestling more, okay? You might want to get in some wrestling. I don't want to watch her practice suplexing people on television. <laughs> I don't want them to have to act like they're playing along, you know? Like... It's like, hey, hey, Rhonda, this isn't this. The, hey, hey, this isn't the dress rehearsal. We are, we're live now. We're pal. live. We're live, pal. You can't, you can't slowly go in for a hug and then set your feet. You know, <laughs> it, like three seconds, and then suplex. That's not how wrestling works. <laughs> Nothing works that way. Come on, guys. They have her trained during her promos, where she's doing a bunch of like squats and or Hindu <laughs> squats, whatever they're called, and then running the ropes, and then practicing her back bumps. 
and like stuff like that while she's talking with that with that dude. They'd give her like a headset, like a motivational oh speaker. Yeah, something. And she trained while she was giving. I, her look, this is the thing. The talking is is a problem. The talking is but such the, a problem. But the talking does not concern me as much as the terrible looking moves. You have to be look. You can't be bad at both. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You can't not be able to do. You have to be able to do one. And I feel almost like it. it it's getting to a point now where it's starting to feel almost like. Do you think because you can real fight that you don't have to practice my fancy lad dance fighting? Because right. you still have to practice this. It's a different thing. But but and the thing is, it it shouldn't be up to her. You know what I mean? Right. Like there's experts surrounding her. her. Right. Somebody has to tell her like, no, what you're doing now is not good. It's not good enough. You don't think anybody's telling her that? I don't think don't anybody's think so? telling her that. Okay. Because if they were telling her that, then she'd be in a warehouse somewhere doing 500 suplexes a day, and she's clearly not doing that. I want to see her suplexing some beef. Like, I need that yeah! montage. <laughs> For real. Just running down the streets of Philadelphia, suplexing kids. Yeah. Yes! I, I, yes. And then suplexing the art museum after <laughs> running up the steps. <laughs> yes, the whole museum. Yes. Sure. All right. Also, I don't know if you were going to cut this part about the red eyeliner, but one of WWE's, um, I think, previous makeup artists was so shady about that on Twitter. Oh, what did they say? Um, They said they added Ronda Rousey and they were like, oh, man. "Mm -hmm." Oh, no. She did have two big, bright pink eyes. It was not good. It wasn't. and And they do such a good job that I'm like, do you hate her? Or did she? Was she like, I can do everything. I can talk. I can act. I can kick. I can wrestle, and I can do makeup. And they were like, "It's your world, squirrel." Like, mm-hmm. how did they, <laughs> like, what did they do? Her finishing move is she goes, "I've been up all night crying." <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh my god! Yeah. So she wrote, "I'm so sorry, sweetie." At Ronda Rousey. Oh, wow. Shade. Okay. Shade. Uh, well, it it now looks like Bailey and Sasha Banks are ending their friendship. But they won't have a match at WrestleMania, which is what we learned after this moment on Raw. I just wanted to let you know that I'm entering the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. That's it. So we're not going to talk about last week. What's there to talk about? You keep screwing me over because you know that you can't beat me. I'm acting. (laughs) I can't beat you? I tarted. I'm a four-time Raw Women's Champion. How long did you keep it? Ooh! Yeah. Shame. That was fire. That was great. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Throw it yeah. at each other. I love, I love <laughs> fighting noises out of context. My fighting sounds sound like James Brown. Watch me. Watch it. Uh, good lord. <laughs> oh man, I just I I'm I'm You're making a face. I this is uh, like a face. Listen, I I'm a fan of both Bailey and Sasha Banks. I'm a fan of them wrestling one another. Both of their promos still feel a little like there's something. There's some disconnect with Bailey for me, when as an audience member, when she speaks, that the emotion is not there. Like it either is not in her face, and it sort of is in her words, or it isn't in either. And it, and yet, when she's in the ring, she gives full conviction performances. Right. And I don't know where 
you know, it's hard. Look, I I get it. I, I think we just have to start introducing some Stanislavski. Yeah, we gotta, mm. get, in, we gotta get in some method. And, and we gotta start. <laughs> Sasha needs like a Professor Henry Hill. They need to, <laughs> to teach her dicks, and she's not like I was raw was charming. <laughs> It, she gets, she speeds up. She does. And well, because she, she's got that interesting East Coast meets West Coast accent. Right, and a right. big, she, thick tongue lisp thing, too, right? Like does she? She's kind of got like a little bit of, oh, a little bit of that. Thing. I didn't even notice yeah, that. Got a little wow. Bit of that. But I think that for everyone. I think everyone can benefit with at least learn what a beat is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you do act for a living. At least learn your beats. I, and I felt like there is some level of training that happens, but I, it clearly is not effective. I mean, it, going back to Rhonda, same thing, right? Like. Mm-hmm. They're teaching these people, I think, how to memorize lines and they're giving them some basic technique about like how to like put spaces between the words, but they're not injecting them with any sort of emotion at all. And it just sounds like scripts they're memorizing rather than something that they genuinely feel. Um, But I do. I mean, you know. I don't mind that they don't have a that Sasha and Bailey don't have a match going into WrestleMania because I it puts some extra stank on this women's tournament. Right. And I these kind of things, these battle royales, all this stuff, it works a lot better when there's stories that you can follow in the thing and it's not just like a bunch of folks. You know, even though this there's obviously the story of we all want to be the champions. Um it it always works better when there's also these individual things. You know, how much better is it anytime there's a battle royale and back before they were best friends again, all of a sudden you see Sammy and Kevin see each other from across the room and just start hitting each other. Sure. Like, how much better are those moments? So, yeah, just like a little bit extra flavor, just a little bit of, like, some seasoning salt. When do you blow them off, though? Do you do it next month or do you wait? Are they going to be separated by the shakeup that'll that'll likely happen after WrestleMania? I mean, what? how long do you wait to, to have them face off? Like, SummerSlam? I think it's a SummerSlam match, yeah. Okay. I think it's a SummerSlam match. Mike, do you agree? I, I, first of all, I wish the turn had happened in the ring. Right. I thought mm-hmm. like that would have been cooler. And um, I tell you, I would have rather have them have had a match than to have... But I don't like battle royals really on WrestleManias anyway, because I know the purpose of them is to get everybody on the cards, everybody get gets everybody a payday. Paid, yeah. But, you know, just as a viewer, that's not as compelling to me as a match with two people who actually have an issue. Agreed. So, you know, I'd, I would have rather seen that match yeah. take place than the battle royal. Oh, yeah, for um, sure. But and, now it makes me actually invested in the battle royal, because right. I'm like, at least there's like one story. One hot issue. There's one thing. Yeah. Right. I said just like a little bit of, it's like some accent. You just put a little bit of. A little Lowry's. Yeah. Like the year Miz and Mizdow were in there together. Right. That, you know, that was, was great. Fantastic. It gave you, it was great. gave you a little bit of story. That might be the only thing I remember from any of the Andre Giant Battle Royals that, that, that happened. Gronk. That's it. Yeah. That yeah. Gronk. Gronk happened. Gronk-a-donk-a-doo. Uh, yes, gronk a donk a donk a everybody. All right, thanks, you guys. gronk a It's our new sign-off. <laughs> and as always, gronk a donk a uh, <laughs> if you guys want Tides and Fights merch, don't forget to hit us up with those five stars where you listen to podcasts so you can get such t-shirts as our famous classic catchphrase, <laughs> What's up all my gronk-a-donk-a-doodles? Thank you for listening to Tights and Fights. You better gronk-a-donk-a-don't. <laughs> don't mind if I gronk-a-donk-a-do. Uh, this will likely be confirmed next week, but John Cena will be facing The Undertaker at WrestleMania. <laughs> Really? I'm surprised. How do you, or how do you feel about it? Are you um, excited? Are you I, excited? I like it. I like it. Okay. I think um, it's a compelling match to me. 
I didn't think they would hold off Undertaker actually like appearing or doing something for it this long. That's starting to feel a little strange. Mm. Um, I think it's because he can't do nothing. And so what's going to happen is, is you're going to find John Cena in the middle of WrestleMania still like, I fucking said I oh, wanted no. to fight See, you. that'll make me very upset. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Kid Rock comes mm-hmm. out, keep rolling, 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 yeah! And then um, you see Undertaker for like a second, he like gets his shit in very quickly and yeah. then leaves. Nah, and then no. him and him and Kid Rock hug each other and then Kid Rock gets on the back of Undertaker's motorcycle and they roll all of that here's the thing I think it's like if you have exactly what happened if you have to make number two but like you know you're only gonna get one opportunity to make number two (laughs) that you wait until right before you go to sleep to do it Mm -hmm. so you can sleep through the night yep so this is his one number two Mm -hmm. and he's gonna take it at WrestleMania 34 (laughs) I'm not saying the match is gonna be bad I'm not saying that, but this is. But I'm saying he's got a new hip. There's, and, yeah, there's, and he but wants there's, to go out on his own terms. He doesn't want to go out old and broken and, and sad like he was last year. I did think there was an opportunity to do um, American Badass or Mark Calloway, you know. But they've waited so long now that I yeah. feel like you know. He's, he's been extra America on Instagram. Oh God! Like on Michelle McCool's Instagram, he is extra America. Okay. Well, and that's... he did show up for Kane's. <laughs> oh, they signed together li- for Libertarian Kane's, like <laughs> at like a car dealership or yeah, something. It was like some political event, but Kane was in the mask with the weave on it. Okay, so yeah. Taker's gonna come back like the new Roseanne show. He's gonna be a Trump supporter. <laughs> yeah, that was gonna uh, happen. Yeah, no, exactly. He's gonna rise out of. Uh, he's gonna rise and take his MAGA hat off oh, and put it on Lord, the post. Lord, kill me now. I think that. Uh, I think I, this is my preference for this is that we don't find out. Storyline-wise, we don't find out that The Undertaker's going to compete until WrestleMania. So Cena gets no answer next yeah, week. Then he comes that's... out in WrestleMania, and that's where that's Keep where we rolling, get the rolling, yeah. rolling, 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 yeah! yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> and again, and then in the end, m- both Michelle McCool and Kid Rock get on the back of his giant motorcycle. Um, <laughs> and they ride off into heaven like Grease. And, and they ride off into heaven like Grease while he passes out um, shirts that say... I stand for the anthem or whatever. Oh, oh. oh no, there's a thing on Instagram of like him and Michelle McCool and like the kid like wearing like a stand for the anthem okay, or whatever. See, I don't, oh, I... I keep rolling. See, rolling. that's why I don't follow any of these people on anything. I don't want to know that type of shit. I didn't want to either, but I got curious when people were like, he's got a new hip. And I was like, I want to see if the workout videos were coming because he always starts putting out the workout videos when he wants people to remember he's a person. <laughs> and they have been. And that was there as well. Ultimate Deletion, what'd you think? Did you watch? Have you seen it? Okay, so part of the problem with me being on the road the way I have been is that um, it's taken a lot of effort to watch the show, so I've mm-hmm. missed a lot. Now, I wanted to see the Ultimate Deletion because I knew that that was a big step towards the development of the Woken Hardy character and the Woken universe inside of WWE. Mm-hmm. So I watched it via the YouTube clips that WWE puts up. Okay. And so I feel like... I didn't see the whole thing. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They finally released like the whole thing. Okay, and that's on the network, is that right? Um, I don't I think it might be on the YouTube, I'm not sure. Okay. But they finally released the whole thing. And I thought it was interesting, but I thought it was so similar to the one that they did yeah. in TNA as to not I mean, I I'm looking for everything in that universe 
to be impactful in terms of the different ways that they can present this product and the different risks that they're willing to take to do so. And so it's like, on one hand, they took a big risk by following Hardy and uh, Jeremy Borash and how they want to do things. But on the other hand, it wasn't a risk because they just kind of duplicated what they did already. And so I'm more interested, I think, to see the next thing. And I'm happy that happened. But I didn't... I didn't think it was as great as the one, as the final deletion, because the final deletion was new. What do you think is next? What do, what do either of you think is Well, I've made pretty clear how I feel yeah. about mm-hmm. it. And it. You loved it, right? You loved oh, it a whole bunch? Favorite yeah, it was thing, like the best thing that ever happened to you. If it had been in the Tokyo Dome, six stars. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, my, cons- my concern over it, and I get that for people who liked it, that it was like they had their ice cream Christmas on Raw. Mm-hmm. And they got to see, like, I've been waiting for this. I got to see exactly what I saw on TNA, but now it's on WWE and with Bray Wyatt. What's next? Now I, where do you go? Well, see, I and, and this is something that we, we discussed, but I still think that, like, yes, this was almost beat per beat Final Deletion. Mm-hmm. Like, it was. But I think you have to do that to establish it for people who are not going to go back and watch the TNA and sure. need to figure out what this is. And it got in all the important characters doing all their important beats. You got your dilapidated boats. You got your Vanguard ones. Like you got your senior you know, Benjamin. You got your senior Benjamin. You got your fireworks. You got your confused and baffled refs. <laughs> so you have everything that you need. Um, I think that the only thing you have to, it has to build and has to get bigger. I said, I would like to see a version of Tag Team Apocalypto on that. And I think that that is something that you could do. And you could even bring back some of the legends and have them come out and do it. I, I think that you do have to like expand and grow. And another thing I said was like, rather than put it in that SNL 1155 spot, <laughs> like they did with this one, you know, they can, you know, maybe tease some of it and then put it on the network. I would be fine with that because I'm always I'm always down for more network specials. Like if it I would rather them do something crazy for an hour on the network than 10 minutes at the end of raw. Hmm. I I think for this to be ultimately successful for for someone who's such a huge break and I get the Undertaker. This is also a company where the Undertaker still exists right. and people still make fire come out of ring posts and they they project fucking bugs and do that dumb house of horror <laughs> I shit. I still contend that could have worked. Could it could have it could have but it didn't. didn't. Yeah. It could have. That you have to give him something that would make somebody want to fight him, uh, rather than him going and seeking people. Because that was what that was sort of what fueled Bray Wyatt, right? Right. Was John Cena? You're everybody holds you up as an idol. I'm going to tear you down. And prove that, like, at least he as a cult leader, mm-hmm. you kind of like there was some motivation behind everybody he wrestled, which is you're taking my attention. I should be where you are, so I'm going to take your spot. And then they wrestled, which is odd. Like, it's odd for me to go. That's logical, but <laughs> when it I should think... be straight up murder because he's a yeah. hillbilly <laughs> if you... who lives in a swamp <laughs> and he should just feed him to an alligator. <laughs> if you have brother Nero now, or whatever they have to call him because they can't use that name. I don't. I no, don't know if they can. They can use everything. So yeah. if if they. It, then give them the tag belts and make people come to them. Right. So if you want to fight us, it's on our terms. And then you do. And then you get to have the inevitable breaking of that tag team and then them against each other. Yes. And, and uh, you bring up a good point too, because what I'm concerned with, with the way that the whole um, you know Michael Cole calling it obnoxious thing has been handled, is what it feels like is that Vince is very not bought in to this, mm-hmm. 
And I think that like whatever compromise is being made for this even get on television, it looks like it's only okay because it's its own pocket universe or whatever. But if you do give them belts and then they are forced to interact with other people on the roster, then I think it legitimizes the concept more, which is what I want. I want it to like, I don't want it to just be like, this thing that happens over here. Like, I want it to interact with the rest of the show and see what that feels like. Yeah, and I, I don't agree with Michael Cole burying it. Your job as a commentary team is to put things over. I mean, like, clearly he was told to do like that. Make me like it. I, I, I'm predisposed to go, this doesn't quite fit for me in, a, in very strong, you know, I, this is in stronger <laughs> terms. This makes no sense at all. I don't get why it's happening. It hasn't been built the same way it was built in TNA. So if I didn't know anything about this at all, I wouldn't get why it was happening. Right. And when the commentary, when when one person on the commentary team takes a shit on it, that doesn't help anybody Before who is uninitiated. Starts, yeah. That's that's terrible. You have to help me along. Yeah. And in TNA, they did like they did a burn, a slow burn, because it was very much like, what the fuck happened to Matt Hardy? Yeah. And then it snowballed and became this thing. Whereas you can't do that again here because right. we've already seen the thing. Yeah. All right, a couple more title matches to close us out. Seth Rollins and Finn Balor versus The Miz for the Intercontinental title. What do you think about that match? Uh, I think it's a show stealer. Yeah, I think, I think it's a show really stealer. Fun. I think it'll be really a really athletic affair. Um, I'm hoping Seth Rollins wins because they did such a good job of heating him up. Yeah. Uh, before he was injected into this feud, or I feel like it's kind of cooled him off again. But I mm-hmm. feel like, you know, if you give him that belt, maybe that's another. Mm-hmm. So, opportunity. Especially with everything that happened with like the shield and losing dudes to injuries, mm-hmm. and then he was like Seth on his own again, and it's like Finn. I, I basically like Miz is great. Miz is awesome. He's fantastic. But like Seth and Finn kind of need it. Yeah, it would be nice to see Miz hit that record because he's very it, close. Is oh, he like twenty him. days away? But that's like that's like cumulative, right? He would have to win. No, I think it's consecutive. Is it right? Is that the record he's going for? Consecutive it's, days? No, it's. That's what I oh, thought. cumulative. Yeah, so he'll get it. Okay, I was gonna say I couldn't remember who, who had it for a little while and then he won. Oh, Roman. Roman yeah. had it. That's. But right. yeah, no, he'll hit that cumulative. <clears throat> Look, he will be the IC champ on and off until he retires. Until he, yeah, until he fades. He has we, dust. and I'm actually okay with that. Right. Legitimately okay with it, as long as the competitors are fresh. Finally, Braun Strowman will take on the Bar for the Raw Tag Titles with a mystery partner. Who will that partner be? Let's go around and speak to our experts panel. Mike Eagle, oh, who will that mystery partner be? I don't know. I don't care because there's nobody that's cool. I can't think. Like, Braun don't need no partner. He should just do it himself. Braun and then they, don't need no partner. And, and, then, and then if he has a partner, they should just assign him a weird one. And he can hate them. And, and You know what I mean? And, yeah. and like and kick him down the stairs or something before the match. Like, you know, like, right. I, I, don't, I don't know who. And I kind of don't care who at this point. All right. So do you think, oh, that would be funny if they assigned him someone? Yeah. And, he and then, like, you just see in the back Braun beating the fuck out of him. Yeah. Like, I have this. Ellsworth. Put him, like, you just, just put him in a trash can. <laughs> was that? I said Ellsworth. Yeah. Oh, Ellsworth would be amazing. <laughs> that would have been funny. Uh, who, who do you think, Daniel? I, yeah, I don't want, I want him to be the tag team champions. Yeah. I want uh, him to wear both belts on his pinkies. And <laughs> <laughs> like a mobster. Well, he's so big. Brawny tool belts. I think I think it's going to be Elias. I think Braun lays him out at yeah. the beginning of the match, wins the tag titles, and then Elias celebrates 
There we go. Hey, and, and that makes deal. sense. Because yeah. Elias isn't doing anything. It'll probably be yeah. Elias. But, you know, it's, it's, it's not. But if he comes out and he immediately beats the shit out of Elias and then goes in and does it himself, yeah. that would be really funny. Yeah. If you've got any thoughts on the week in wrestling, let us know about them at facebook.com slash group slash tightsfights or at tightsfights on Twitter and Instagram. When we come back, we'll have three things from the world of wrestling that you should know about. That's up next on Tights and Fights. Are you awesome? Of course you are. You're listening to this show right now. But do you want to do something awesome? Then join us in beautiful Lake Arrowhead, California in June for a weekend full of inspiration, comedy, and friendship. Tickets for MaxFunCon 2018 are on sale right now. Visit MaxFunCon.com now to save your spot because they will sell out. That's MaxFunCon.com. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin. I'm joined by... Daniel Rapper. And Michael Eagle. Every week we end the show by sharing some of the joy of pro wrestling with you. This is The Three Count. Danielle, you're up first. What do you want to put over? Um, I am putting over um, New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong Style Evolved. It was in Long Beach. Um, I was not able to go because I am poor. I'm working on it. I'm working on fixing that because um, I want to go to the next one. But it is available. You can watch it on their app. And, of course, like there, there's all kinds of gifts and everything is out there. Um, it was fantastic. I'm I, I, you know, i sure it was great for the people who got to go live as well. Um, but even just watching it was really fun. The commentary, whatever, it's fine. JR, I love JR, but like it might be time to just rest. Oh boy. Not Ooh. like forever, not like die, but just like <laughs> it might be time cuz he it seems like he does a lot of different things, but like he he just doesn't seem as invested. It's different when you're doing something week by week and you're in it and you're involved in it than when you just kind of pop up every once in a while to do commentary, but it's definitely like it it's it it bummed me out because his commentary like wasn't as wasn't as strong as I would have liked. But the show on the whole was great. I fucking love New Japan and I love everything that they are doing so, 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 so much. So yeah, that's what I'm putting over. Awesome. Mike, what are you gonna put over? Uh, while I was gone it was hard to watch the wrestling on the television because I'd be places uh where they don't have it other countries <laughs> things. <laughs> um and uh, I go to Cage Side seats a lot um, as a website just to kind of keep up with wrestling news in general. And I, they have always had um, a post that says, if you miss Raw, watch, watch it here. And even though it says that, I always thought it was just like a recap <laughs> some shit, so I never right. clicked it. And one time where I wanted to watch Raw, because I hadn't seen it, I clicked it. And they just organized all of WWE's YouTube clips of that episode. Oh! Kind of really neatly. Oh, nice. That's really nice. It is, and and it's just really easy to watch. So you can at least What's, get the highlights, and you can get them in in order. Yeah, you That's watch like really you watch nice. the important That's shit. It's, I'm I'm assuming it's a very close cut to what ends up being the Hulu version, right? And it's it's so convenient and so legal because it's WWE yeah, clips. Yeah, it's their own thing. Sure. Yeah. So uh, I'm putting that over because it's it's real chill. If you can't watch Raw, to just Click on Kate's side seats and watch it there. That's amazing. I didn't yeah. know that. Thank you. I learned yeah, something today. Me too. I'm excited because I I have not really checked out Cage side seats, uh, but now I definitely will. Well, especially for like because there because there are times when I'm like I am not gonna have time to watch a full episode before we do something. Yeah, hundred percent. So that would be really helpful. There's one drawback. WWE puts 
so whatever annoying words. song of the month that they have in between all the clips oh. that'll get on your last goddamn nerves. <laughs> is it the same song? Yes, every like like whatever. Oh god! You know, so it's like cool the for the summer would have been yes. last year. Yes, cool for the summer. Yeah, it's it gets bad, but. Oh. The clips, the, it's What's convenient. the WrestleMania song this year? Have they already showed it? I, 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 it's Kid Rock. Yes, Kid Rock oh, song. I was just blocking it out. Wouldn't it be cool if, if at Fan Access you could take a nail gun and put it through his guitar? <laughs> he would just get a new guitar. It's New Orleans. And then we get a new nail gun. That's why there are a bunch of people <laughs> you wait in line. And every time he's like, oh, I was just about to play a song. He would do that. I'm sure he's a real good sport. I want to put over uh, something on Twitter, which is Kevin Owens. And Sami Zayn, I love when wrestlers take their angles. Mm. They extend the reality of that angle to the internet. So yes. the firing of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn prompted Kevin Owens to change his Twitter handle back to Fight Steen Fight, that's great. and his name to yeah. Kevin Steen. He lo- he gave up the blue check mark because that's what happens when you, when you change it. it. And then Sami Zayn also tweeted about it, and and we've had some activity on the El Generico. Twitter account. Yes, please. looking for bookings from a uh, Ring of Honor. Yes, that's amazing. So, just congratulations to those two guys who know how to execute Keep an angle. Yeah, I I like a little kayfabe on Twitter. I do too. I like a little bit of like I like the the stuff where they talk to us and acknowledge that we know it's a product. But I also like when they are like invested in the story and they do little fun things like that. I yeah. like hearing y'all tell me when they do it right and me avoiding it completely in my own life, <laughs> but knowing <laughs> that it happened. Yes. Well, Gronkadonka do that does it for <laughs> tights and fights. We are podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. This week, our hosts were Danielle Radford and Mike Eagle, along with me, Hal Loveland. Uh, I want to put over. Uh, Maximum Fun Drive supporting all yes. the great shows, including the other one that I do. Uh, we got this. So when you uh, set up your contribution, make sure to check both shows because uh, they both deserve your support. Both both my babies deserve your That's support. That's right. Don't make, choose, don't make him choose between his, his children, you yeah. monsters. No. Also, play Swag IQ on your Android or iPhone. Uh, it is a fun trivia game that I write, produce, and direct five wow. days a week. Wow. That sounds like a lot of fucking it's, work. It's real money. <laughs> We've given away thousands and thousands of dollars to wow. people. Anything you guys want to put over? Um, yeah, just uh, you know, on Thursdays now, um, I live, I live at uh, Screen Junkies, so I'm going to be doing the morning show, and then um, I will also be doing a social chair for um, the new revamped. Uh, hopefully this will be out in time for you guys to to watch it. But the new revamped, we're back to three fighters because folks did not like when we change things. Um, so we're back to three fighters, and that starts um, Thursday, which would be today when you're listening to it, um, at like 4 Pacific Standard Time. So we'll watch movie fights. Okay, thank you. Bye. Nice. Oh, and uh, my Patreon and stuff is coming, and I figured out how microphones work, and I have software. Yeah. Nice. Things are happening. It's very exciting. Michael? I'll be in uh, New York this weekend performing at Rough Trade for uh, Vice's Noisy Weekend. And in uh, the following weekend, I'm down at Mania doing uh, Matt Mania 2 with our friend Mega Ran that Friday night. Because uh, fuck the Hall of Fame ceremony, especially because Kid Rock's in it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, added to that event, uh, Blue Pants will be hosting. Oh, Leva oh. Bates. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Joey Ryan will be there. Oh, cool. Uh, making an appearance and signing stuff. Putting his penis on stuff. Yeah. I might, I might touch his penis a little bit. Come see. Come get see you, if I touch his penis. Well, get you a suplex? Yeah. Yeah, get you that penis flex. I'll take that bump. Can I make a request? Of course. Will, will you and 
and Mega Ram, please do a cover of the WrestleMania 10 rap. Theme. You are never not gonna going to let that go. That. Please. No. <laughs> I just dream of it. I didn't bring it up to, to, to Mega Ram when he was here, but. Actually, I might. I hold out a dream. I might. I just <laughs> thought about it. It actually. I might do you that. could do an actual good rap about it. No, you just do that one. Oh, please, please, please record it just for me. Just for me. It doesn't have to be for anybody else but me. Please. <laughs> Which please. WrestleMania was it again? Remind Ten. Me. Ten. Got it. Okay. You know, There's stars galore. <laughs> they got stars galore. <laughs> oh, you were gonna see a show like never before. The mission was the titles, and they would win. But we're all gonna rock at WrestleMania Ten. Our producer <laughs> is the svelte and lean dream. <laughs> Julian Burrell. I wish, you know what? Like, I can't even snark on that because he's right he whenever he puts those things. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music. We're putting him over for that as well. Keep up with us all week long at facebook.com slash group slash tights fights and at tights fights on Twitter. And don't forget Instagram. We're on there too, at tights fights there. If you love the show, remember to hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review and share us with all your friends. Thank you so much to all the Maximum Fund members who choose to have some of their monthly recurring contribution. Come our way and keep the lights on when we're in the studio. And we'll be back next week for even more, you guessed it, wrestling. Tights and Fights Podcast. Tights and Fights. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.